0: Hey. <laughs>
1: And this is our special Mother's Day tribute episode. <laughs> Shoutouts to all the moms out there.
0: The moms to be, the moms that have become, the moms that are just mommin.
1: That's alright. That's right. That's right. You know why? Why?
0: Bye, mama. Mama.
1: So yeah. How was your Mother's Day, Kiki? My Mother's Day was fantastic, C.S., because me. I spent it with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, your mom yeah. came over and you made one of your incredible brunch feasts. I gotta tell you something, the internet's... It's worth your time to get married so that you can come over here and record a Newlyweds podcast and be fed by Chocolate Snowflake. She is incredible. She is incredible in the kitchen. She's an incredible woman, period, but when she puts it down, when she gets that oven burning... Babe, <laughs> we go get, one, yeah. We Only get, get one, fun yeah, but
0: we did have fun. You know yeah. it's always you, you never I feel like as an adult you come into an appreciation of your parents that you didn't have as a child or even as a young adult. Right.
1: And so it was really
0: nice to just spend the day and talk about things and hear her point of view about stuff and then of course we called your mom yes then yes. which was nice yes and uh, oh I hope she got the flowers I forgot to call her
1: well I, I bet she got the flowers I mean okay. that's what these people do I know they deliver flowers
0: yeah but sometimes like they
1: have they don't. one job and it's to deliver those damn flowers sometimes they
0: don't though we should call her after we get off alright we'll call
1: flower her we'll call flower. her as soon as we finish <laughs> recording this I feel like I'm gonna call her one day and record her on the podcast. Oh
0: my gosh, that would be awesome! <laughs> Your mom is so funny. Internets. There's so much that makes sense about DP once you like talk to his mom. First of all, sometimes i will come home and they're like on the phone and they're having like a heated discussion about like the basketball finals and. She's convinced that something's gonna happen and he's like, no mom, listen, this is what's gonna happen. And she's going toe for toe with him about her team. What are her teams? I don't even
1: know what her teams are, but she's just Wherever there's a a black guy coaching. Yes,
0: she's all about it. Yeah. That's like her version of like spending money in the black community. She's like, if there's a sports team that's got like a black dude, you know, on the sidelines (laughs) calling the shots, she's like, that's my team. Right. She's so funny. I love Any
1: team with a black coach, black quarterback, black guy doing prominent things, she's with that. Yep she's with it. My mom's not a bigot, Internet She's not a bigot, though. Okay.
0: Nah, man. No, but she. Black lives matter. But she, yes indeed, yes indeed.
1: She <laughs> definitely, she rides out for, for the brothers out there. You
0: know? And I love though that she has to call and talk to you about it to make sure that you are supporting the right team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You, you wanted to to recall some some funny stories, some anecdotal stories about our mothers. And I always think about how, when I was younger, people would tell me, oh, you look just like your mother. And I hated that, because I'm like, oh, she's a lady. You know, I don't want to look like a lady. But what I came to learn, internets, was that having a favorable face will get you out of some shit that your dumb ass might have put you in. You know, or it might just move your shit a little further. You know, other than, you know, you could do on your own ugly self, Mm -hmm. on your own ugly behalf. That's true. So as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate having my mother's face. Yeah. You know, either I'm a pretty boy or she's an ugly dude. No.
0: (laughs) I will say that I myself have come to appreciate your mother's face because it has certainly helped us out on many an occasion where you've managed to somehow finagle a deal or a discount or something Uh (laughs) and i have seen your mom when she's shopping i know exactly where that comes from
1: (laughs) or i've managed to charm you (laughs) some kind of way
0: y'all got that, uh, that charm gene.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tell me something about your mom that I don't already know. Uh,
0: oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you, when I was growing up, so you know my mom was an art historian and she's an educator and you know, she instilled in me a love of books very early on and Read and stuff, but she was really, really fierce about our education and what we were learning in school. And I never really understood or fully appreciated what she did, like how carefully she monitored it. But so one of my favorite things and I kind of blocked this out and then I was looking through some old childhood books of mine and I realized this is that she would go through our textbooks, or mine at least. And um, when she found stuff that was like wrong, historically inaccurate or, you know, kind of whitewashing things, it's not that it was wrong in the sense that the facts were wrong, but just that it omitted the role of black people or that it, 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 there was no reflection of who we were in the text. She would white it out and rewrite like the sentences, literally. (laughs) She would correct it. She would correct the books. And she, would, she must have been up at night, like, after we come to bed, going through our books, wiping stuff out, and then rewriting it. And she has beautiful handwriting, right? Mm-hmm. So it was very neat and clean. And it didn't look like typeface. I mean, you could tell it's been handwritten.
1: Someone came was, and addressed... But it was neat. In an, you know? a, in an accuracy. Yes. In inaccuracy. And the
0: funny thing was that she never said anything about it. It would just be there in my book. Mm-hmm. And you know, I look back and I look at some of them and A, she was right, you know. (laughs) But B, I just think
1: about how
0: parents never stop parenting, I guess. And that
1: how important it was to
0: her to pay attention to that detail. Because, I guess, when you think about it, you know, kids spend eight, ten hours out of the house out of their parents' tutelage, yeah. and they're exposed to other people's values, other people's systems, societal constructs that are hidden, but yeah. but shape your life, and it was like. You know, she decided that for whatever hours of the day that she had access to me, if not actually physically, then mentally and emotionally, she was going to make sure that she gave me things that I didn't even know that I needed to be someone who understood what the problems were when I when I was confronted with them and had some framework for how to address them or understood that I was valued without ever saying to me, you know, I mean of course she always told me and found ways to tell me and my sister that we were valued. But this is like not saying it directly. Right? And so I just think that's kind of remarkable, and and the idea of her kind of staying up at night after we were in bed or whatever to go through our books and find out what we were reading and make sure that it was right. <laughs> you know, it's kind of amazing.
1: Yeah, that's kind of sick. So that is kind of sick. My
0: mom is my mom is tenacious. And She's fearless, mm-hmm. and she's smart, Yep. she's also very gracious, Okay. and elegant in her thought and in herself. My mom's an amazing
1: woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like your mom. I always liked your mom. <laughs> you know? But she did, she did correct me from calling her Mrs. Sherry. I guess my my upbringing with my parents was was mostly Southern. Yeah. And you you spoke to your elders not by their last names but by a Mr. or Mrs. in front of their first name. Yeah. But I do bug out when your sister calls your mom by her regular name.
0: Well, she doesn't usually the, the reason why it comes up every now and then is because we have a family business and okay. we
1: do things. So sometimes you have to talk about people in the third person.
0: Right. So it's a weird in a in a like professional setting to say, Hey mom you know, like it doesn't Always translate. Yeah. So sometimes we'll talk. We refer to each other as, you know, she'll say Sherry or Susan. She doesn't say my daughter. I don't say my mother. Mm-hmm. You know, when there's someone else. And so in that context, it comes up. That's
1: that's weird to me. But I'll tell you what. When I work, for-
0: but when we're home, I don't.
1: When I worked for the uh, rabbi,
0: yeah, um,
1: the his sons called him by his first name. Yeah. They called their mom by her first name.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't
1: call her... They wouldn't let me call them Mr. or Mrs. <laughs> they made me call them by their first name. I was just like, ah, um, I can't do this. They were like, no, you're going to do this.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, my mom's my mom. I
1: call her mom. That's
0: what I call mm-hmm. her. But... When I think about her folks who are from Chicago to visit, we did not call people by their first name. Not even with a Ms. or a mister in front of it. It was either the family appellation, like aunt or uncle,
1: or it was mister in their last
0: name. Even for friends of the family.
1: Oh, so you would be like aunt and then last name?
0: No, no, no. I'd be like aunt and the first name. That was okay. Or if it was family friends, right? Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be, you know...
1: Maybe be Mr. or Miss in their last name.
0: Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And when we, we talked about them internally, like it was just us at home, it'd be, oh, you know, so-and-so's mom, Mrs. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That okay. Was, so I think it may be a, it is a cultural thing. I don't know if it's North and South or what. I don't know. But,
1: I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. But all the people. Because the Midwest people were the were the folks who migrated from the South. Who were chased out of the South. Yeah, I don't know. But all the
0: people that I knew, that's how they did it.
1: But you know what? Just because they came, they were chased out of the South, doesn't mean, you know, we, we all weren't from the same spot in Africa. We were from different areas, different right. regions, right. you know, different dialects. Right. When the life is not promised. Tomorrow may never show up. No, it may
0: not. Oh,
1: man. This, this again reminds me of uh, What this, this young man Brian Told me He said yo man Black folks got all the sayings White folks got all the money And, and so this know was You what that
0: means though
1: yeah, yeah It
0: means we also got all the souls.
1: I mean <laughs> without, without question But it, it's just crazy man What mothers the, the knowledge The repository of Great knowledge that they are Dads too but, but moms...
0: But moms be knowing stuff.
1: Moms be knowing stuff. Yeah. And like a grandma, she be knowing stuff. And a great-grandmother? Like, I had a great-grandmother. Wow. When I was young. And she yeah. kind of took care of me while my mom finished school.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, there's no luck. Only a great great grandma could probably be... Only like some Puerto Rican out here who has a great great grandma.
0: You know. <laughs> I'm scared to ask why you specify Puerto Rican.
1: I'm just saying whoever, you know, that cycle of I know giving something crazy is gonna come out. That childbirth. cycle of childbirth at 15 years old. Oh, boom, boom, it. boom, gets you to it. a great great grandma before 60 years old. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway, don't be offending our Puerto Rican
1: peeps, please. Shouts to anyone in Puerto Rico right now. For surviving okay.
0: the debt crisis.
1: Yes, exactly. They're, they're coming for your sunshine, Puerto Rico. Yo, don't let them take it. They are coming for your fucking sunshine. All my people. To be free, to be free. All my people. To, my be, free, people. to be free, to be free, to be free. C.S., yes, how come white people don't have no mom, mom songs? I don't know. That can't be right.
0: Someone has got to have a mom
1: song. internet please leave us a comment. On a white person who made a mom song. (laughs)
0: Okay, let's be clear here.
1: Maybe Johnny Cash made a mom song.
0: Maybe country, but country music is kind of so... I am saying
1: maybe Johnny Cash made a mom song where him and his mom got drunk and then he shot her in the back. Okay, that wasn't what I was thinking. A lot of Johnny Cash songs... Are about people getting
0: shot in the back? I feel like that. Okay. Okay, well from your vast repository of Johnny Cash songs, aside from, from that, um, it's true because when I was looking for songs, Mother's Day songs for our, our, our brunch and then for the podcast, and they're all like R&B songs or gospel songs, I, I literally could not find it, so I must... There must be out there, I
1: can't be uh, Why? What, what if white people don't like their moms? <sighs> alright, listen If I've offended all our Latino And white listeners at this point I apologize Internet, that
0: pause was the most epic eye roll <laughs>
1: I apologize I'm just oh saying, gosh. white people Make some mom songs, alright If you like your mom so much I don't believe it uh, I don't believe it.
0: No, moms to be are free, awesome. To be free. There's mom this, there's this really funny um, gram that I that I follow. That this girl posts of text messages that her mom sends her. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what the what her handle is, but it's something like Jewish Mom Text or something like that. I don't know, whatever. But so her mom is nuts, and she's like the epitome of the New York Jewish mother, full of like guilt-inducing texts, and completely, wildly inappropriate things. But it's so funny. And I laugh because sometimes they remind me a little bit of some of the stuff my mom says to me. I'll go, Mom, did you know? And she gets so offended. She's like, no, that's not me. I mean, like, she's like, her mom will text her like, hey, what are you doing? And she'll be like, oh, I'm going out. And she's like, well, don't forget to put on a good bra because you never know.
1: (laughs) Why do you put on a good bra?
0: Well, because you never know if someone's going to see it. Okay. You have to be prepared. Okay. I mean, I still put on good bras.
1: Yes, you put good bras on. I do. I do. I mean, what defines a good bra now?
0: Well, there's two standards you have to use. One is fit, and the other is curve appeal. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. And, and the two don't always go together, but when they do, it's wonderful. And this song is But I would say that generally, if you're going out and it's something that's going to be seen later, then I will prefer curv appeal over comfort.
1: Okay. Okay. You and you would know. You you women are incredible. <laughs> to the length and extent you guys go to risk discomfort to look good to be attractive Do you enjoy it? of course I, I mean i think it's just it's incredible i don't think i don't think gentlemen salute you ladies enough well thank you you know for your consideration and your willingness your courageousness to be uncomfortable but to still look marvelous fellas shout out your women, or a woman that you like, or just someone random on the street. Wear some
0: expensive, high, uncomfortable shoes.
1: Yeah.
0: And a really uncomfortable bra. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one above
0: sweet Sadie. I mean, after all, that's how we all got
1: here. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Do
0: you have any special uh, memories of your mom
1: or stories about her? Oh yeah, um, my mom, my mom was just always a, uh, she wasn't a character per se. She wasn't, um, she was low key as was, as was my dad for the most part. So one, one of my chores was to kind of make them both laugh. Okay. Or make them both just like shake their head like right. this guy is a nut job. Right. Where did yeah. he come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, I think the thing about my mom was she was ready to laugh. Uh-huh. And she was kind of ready to be. Amused? Amused. Ready to be my audience. You know. So even to this day, it's like... She's, she's kind of gotten hip to me now after, you know, all this time. So when I'm saying something ridiculous, she's like, I'm not even going to pay you any mind
0: right, right, right now. Right, 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 right. When I was young
1: and I would say ridiculous stuff, she'd be like, no, you can't do that. She's very earnest. Yes, she's just very earnest, very like, like, no, you cannot go out and play in the highway traffic. Because you, if you get hurt... One of us is going to have to drive you to the hospital. <laughs> and I'm relaxing right now.
0: Yo, your mom keeps it real.
1: So for that reason, you can't leave the house That's now.
0: Right.
1: Just because you might go out and fuck up. That's <laughs> relaxing time.
0: <laughs> But, um... Yeah,
1: you no, know, no. She and my dad and my younger brother, that, that was my first comedic audience yeah. not that I'm ever not that I'm a comedian right. but I'm certainly a, a clown and a joker and uh-huh. you know somebody who wants to entertain others Okay. and uh, they were my willing audience you know so I always appreciate that I appreciate the fact that mom will let you do you yes yes Yeah. you know Love you, sweet Sadie that. no one above you, sweet Sadie Do you think dogs and cats and animals have
0: memories
1: of their children? No. No. They they may have a smell memory, Uh but poor dogs and cats, their brain is so small. Yeah. It, It really, it has no other function other than thinking about when it's time to eat. Really, you think so? I think so. I mean, they, so they how love... How you explain,
0: though, these animals that travel, like, thousands, thousands of
1: miles and in incredible distances
0: to get back to people that they got separated
1: from? Getting back to food. <laughs> <laughs> Getting that meal, like, yo, like, you know, damn, I... I had.
0: gotten the meal that
1: animal was like, yo, I really fucked up. <laughs> because the meal plan I had was so righteous. And now I'm out here in the wilderness. And, you know, I I'm need to get back. Driving. Yeah, I need to get back to that. I need to get back to those those square meals. That nice blanket. You can't see us right now, internet, but I'm rubbing Lulu's uh, stomach. And she's very much like, yes. Lulu
0: yes. stole my blanket.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yep. Yeah, that's her blanket now. That's Lulu's blanket now. You know what we have to do really Good. quick? I have to say uh, a wonderful, warm yes. shout out and congratulations uh, to my buddy Joel Rodriguez Yay. and his wife uh, Christina.
0: Chris.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: They just got married. They huh? just
1: got married now. Yay! The Rodriguezes. The Rodriguezes. Congratulations, Jay. Congratulations.
0: Another they're yes, in the indeed. World. Yes, it's indeed. Yes, indeed. So We're gonna
1: have them here soon. So We're gonna lovely. have them here soon. Absolutely. Talk about young newlyweds. Too young. No, right? Young. It's it's incredible too. For, I like hearing
0: people's stories. Yeah,
1: but the, when young people, you know, find that person that they love and they know it and they're ready to just do it that's exciting that's exciting they have they have the world in front of them right now yeah. yeah, good for them. Good for them.
0: Nothing but time and That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. And a, and another congratulations goes to our buddy Jay Jay Slayer. Yay!
0: That's right. And Simone. Jay yeah. Slayer. Well,
1: hold on, hold on. Miss Slayer. Miss Slayer. I can't. Okay, Miss Slayer. Miss Slayer. I don't Mrs. know. I don't know. Miss Slayer. Yeah, I don't know that we're allowed to say people's government. Although okay, I did say say right. oh yeah. Oh, okay, I don't know. Stop. more on. Congratulations. Mr. and Miss Slayer, on the birth of your daughter,
0: that is fantastic.
1: That is fantastic. The
0: world needs more good people.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Those are going to be good people are coming. Good people are coming.
0: Yes, indeed. Good people are coming. We're
1: going to need that though. Yeah. Because once uh, Hail Trump goes to the White House, listen,
0: y'all. Don't don't mess it up. I like how you were doing this song. <laughs> I have to say, I'm really, I really, I don't know how many of
1: our, our listeners know Gregory Porter, but this is one
0: of my favorite albums.
1: Yeah, yeah. You uh, played this album incessantly and I was like, you know, Very much like whatever. And now it's one of my favorite albums. It is.
0: It's a really, really good album.
1: Yeah, he's got some really fantastic songs on on here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This is great Sunday music. Doesn't have to be Mother's Day. Just any day. Sunday, Saturday. You're in your home and you're um you know you just wanna chill and vibe out. Pick up Gregory Porter. Be good. Be good. Be good is the album. Oh, so many great songs on this. So oh many God. wonderful touches Did your do the
0: video for...
1: Yes, as um, a matter of fact, fact. As a matter of fact. As a matter of fact. Another shout out now. Oyen Handmade.
0: Oh, yes. Of course.
1: OyenHandmade.com They were the first sponsors of the Newlyweds podcast.
0: Whoop, whoop.
1: That would be uh, Pierre Benu.
0: Right. And his, and his wife,
1: wife... Jamila Benu.
0: Right.
1: Exit and the Apple.
0: And they're... Oyen is still in
1: our uh, bathroom cabinet. That's right, we use that's it all right. OyenHandMade.com. Okay? Support. And, and they're from Baltimore. Oh my god. Support anyone living in Baltimore, Please. all right? Seriously. <laughs> for, Pierre, that, for that whole city turns into the wire. So, uh, Pierre did the video
0: though for Be Good, I think. Yes, it was, Be Good. Right? The Lion
1: Song? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was yep. a really good video. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite videos. Matter of fact, that video was so good, I decided to stop making music videos. No, you didn't. I was just like, I can't, I can't do anything better than this. Right. So that's it. I quit. Okay. Was that the wrong thing for me to do? To quit? Well, you didn't quit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a nice thought. and... Obviously, you were inspired by Pierre's, uh, you know, artistry and ability. But, yes.
1: Uh, it was it was amazing. Like, I mean, I quit because, look, Kanye's uh, uh, new album has been out, The Life of Pablo, and I haven't made one fanboy video for that. Okay. I haven't made a fanboy video for anything on Lemonade, although it has all its well, videos already. but I thought
0: that was because you weren't really a huge fan of either of those projects. Who's
1: I know, but... Oh, that's
0: beside the point. Okay, I'm
1: messing up your story here. (laughs) We found each other. Hold your baby sister's hand when you walk to the store and buy some sugar. It's not the words, but okay. Hold your sister's hand when you go to the bodega and you buy some Lucy's. No, that's wrong. Also, yo, I used to be able to go to the bodega and buy my parents, buy my dad cigarettes. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Well, I have a story for you, actually, that reminds me, and you're gonna make fun of me for this. But when I went to the corner store to try and get, like, candy, they wouldn't sell it to me. Because my parents at the
1: block, on
0: block, they were like, they knew that they could not sell candy to us.
1: You, you want to hear a funky for story real, like that? like, a fung- for real, Here's a funky story like I, that.
0: I could buy a box, remember those little sun-made boxes of raisins? Yeah. That I listen, listen to this funky story.
1: Is this is a true story right here.
0: Okay.
1: So I'm playing hooky outside of uh, Tech. Uh-huh. When I still was going to Brooklyn Tech. Yeah. And so I went with a bunch. So I was kind of told my little group, I went to the liquor store yeah. Yeah. to buy, like, Thunder whatever I went to buy oh some crack. Oh, my crap. God. Liquid and,
0: Thundercracker. <laughs> and
1: the dude behind the counter was like, yo, you're Clarence Penn son. Oh, no. And I was like, Busted. and I just so, yo. and I just bolted out of there. Like I, I nearly ran through the glass door. So I came to find, like, you know, my dad was a was right. a salesman right. in, in like Greater New York. So it was Brooklyn, Bronx, everything. But he had given the stores near tech. Like, yo, this is my son's face. Don't if that. you see him, right. tell him like, yo, you know who his dad is. Right. <laughs> And he went to the store right I near Tech. That was right around the corner right, from Brooklyn Tech. Right,
0: right, right, right. I love and it. And I was like,
1: alright I'm going to go in there and buy some, you know,
0: I love it. Some hooch.
1: <laughs> and the dude was like, yo, you're Clarence Pence. And I was like,
0: <laughs> oh, snap. <smart. laughs>
1: Out of there. Out of there. Also,
0: though, how hilarious is that that your dad was worried about you buying alcohol while my parents were worried about me buying candy. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you guys were shut-ins. They, oh, you stop, guys didn't know nothing stop, about alcohol. Stop, stop. I was out there in the streets.
0: You're, I know.
1: Okay, I, know. I was out there in you the are a hard little ten-year-olds. <laughs> I was out there in the hard Queens streets. I'll never forget. Um, Megatron, my guy Megatron, uh, came out to Queen, came out to, to hang out with me out in Queens, and he was like, "Yo." You got trees on your block. Oh, man. I was like, damn. I hadn't even thought about that. Right. Like where they where they lived on Ralph Avenue and Park Place, right, man, no trees. no trees, man. Right across the street was like their, their aunt and their cousin's crib and then like like eight vacant lots. Bong 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 bong. That's so wrong. That There's was
0: something wrong. There is something so deeply wrong. wrong.
1: That was how people grew up in the seventies and eighties. Your playground was a vacant lot. I
0: know, but it doesn't make it right.
1: Your, your you know your jungle gym was a dusty ass mattress. Ooh. That broken bottle that you cut yourself on, your badge of courage. But you know where you could go to get that fixed up. You know who you go to. Mama Mama You know I love you oh, God. First of all Don't get me Ten feet near this song After my mother Passes away I'm You know I'm just You know I'm just saying You know Like and I'm at the age Where I have friends yeah. Who's, who's Mothers have passed away, and and those people that I know, they're all fucking heroic to me. Yeah. Like they're all like just like real heroic people. Damn. I'm I'm gonna need extra shoulders, y'all. I know. I'm gonna need like a. I'm gonna need like I'm gonna need my whole Instagram. <laughs> I mean, my whole Instagram, you, uh, YouTube, and Twitter follow shit. you going to
0: need, that's okay.
1: I'm going to need that. That's I'm going to need that's everyone that, that's still fucking it. me on Black Planet oh in my gosh. space.
0: That's what community is for. <laughs> well,
1: that
0: won't be yeah. happening for some time. You're still no time like a soon, baby. no
1: time soon, yeah. A
0: young and vital yeah. lady. No time
1: soon. No time soon. But you know, um, it is a time of
0: renewal. It's spring. Yes. Great. So, all kinds of things are popping
1: off. Some good, some not so good.
0: Yeah.
1: They're, they're putting a, a gas in the subway system. I know. To test what would happen if terror... Like, to me, Wait, it's like, yo... Why would you even say that? Why, why would you even tell the terrorists, oh, yes, oh, yeah, terrorists, work. <laughs> put some gas in the subway right? so that the trains can move it around? Right. What the fuck? It doesn't even make sense.
0: Although, in keeping with the theme of today's podcast, the person who told me that was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by, uh, you're not going to take the subway home, are you? And I was like, well, how else am I going to get home? Take the ferry! <laughs>
1: Your mom don't know though if I could take a bus. I would. I would too. I mean it would take me for I could take a bus actually and the shit takes forever. But I, I just be I just be wanting to keep my phone signal. <laughs> you know? Phone well, signal during my commute.
0: It's also now that we have longer days, more sunlight. And just things are happening. People are on the street. There's that vitality that comes every year
1: when
0: the world is, you know, flush with possibility. You know, you want to be a part of
1: it. And I, I, you know, it excites me for other people. You know, going underneath the ground and into the subway. Springtime excites me for other people. See us. Yeah. Like when I see, I see young ladies walking in high heels for the first time getting okay. their little walk now together. you like somebody's creepy uncle. Well, I mean, hold on for a second. It's just, it's just everybody. It's just young people. And I see young dudes trying out their, their new their, look. Their uh, strut? Yo, a lot of young dudes now what's, are rocking are rocking this look that I'm calling the little nigga. Oh, Lord. Like, you see this look where dudes in a suit, and the suit is like real, like, snug, snug on them, like fatty Arbuckle type like high waters so you can see his socks and stuff and I'm like yo this cat looks like a little nigga like when I say a little nigga I mean like like somebody's intern or somebody's Friday like hey hey Friday hey little nigga go get me some coffee (laughs) you know go get me a a bagel
0: I'm pretty sure that no one actually said that to them Uh,
1: listen let me get a little nigga intern or something. Oh no! I will call that little nigga little nigga, and he could be Indian. I don't care what his ethnicity is. If he dressed like a little nigga, I have to call him little nigga. Okay. All right. If I see his socks, yeah. When you he's see standing socks, up, that's it. If I see his socks when he's standing up, okay. Uh-huh. Get your Friday ass over here and give me a, a tea. A tea. Would you like a green tea? <laughs> yes, go give me a hot green tea. <laughs> <laughs> little nigga ass, Friday ass, little nigga. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm acting all crazy. Mama used to say, don't you rush to get up. Mama used to say, to used to say hit record on the podcast. Mama used to say,
0: live your life. Live your life.
1: Cut down on Z. So we're going to be in
0: California coming
1: up Yes indeed, yes indeed This week we are in San Francisco If you hear this podcast when we dropped it We are out in San Francisco area San Francisco, Oakland, Santa Clara, San Jose, California Yes, we are out there We are out there, holla at us fucks with us. Actually, I already got a bunch of people hollering. So we're good. We're good on this trip. No more hollering! (laughs) We're fucked. We're (laughs) fucked. Internets. Internets. I thank you always for fucksing with me and my beautiful wife, Chocolate Snowflake, on this Newlywed's podcast. And Lulu. I'm sorry, Lulu. You also. Yes. Okay. What you are doing, Newlywed's
0: You
1: know what? Mama used to say, doo 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 Mama used to say, alright you All right, y'all. Mama used yo, to yo yo. Do we get to say what, what? What's going to be our clothes? Newlyweds out? <laughs> <laughs> that is so not cool. Newlyweds out. <laughs> Peace, y'all.